Are you a badass photographer looking to create a life that sets your soul on fire? If the answer is hell yes, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Camera Queens podcast, where we talk about showing up, making bank, and finding focus in who the F you are. I'm your host, Belle Vidiglioni, here to break the rules, guide you on your rebellious journey toward a lit up life, and celebrate your successful photography business. Let's do this. Welcome to today's episode where I'm speaking to Claire Kaju about a bucket list life and why the hell we need one. If you think it's just a to-do list before you die, then you're in for a treat. Stay tuned. Okay, and welcome to the Camera Queens podcast. I have a beautiful guest here who's a mama who's a speaker, who is the bucket list life coach. Oh my gosh, that's a bit of a mouthful. <laughs> I am talking to Claire Cardu today. Welcome to the Camera Queens podcast, my love. Thank you so much for having me, Belle. I'm so excited to talk to you. So I was lucky enough to photograph one of your events recently. And of course, being in the room, I'm like listening to everything that you're talking about and seeing how you, you're so passionate about helping women really hold on to, you know, creating vision boards and allowing themselves to dream and set big goals. And I'd love you to talk to the viewers today about what that all means to you and how to create a bucket list and why you got into it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. And I think. I love that you mentioned that it's women because I do focus on women. I think it's so important for us as women to like put our own oxygen mask on before we go around trying to help others. Yes. Yeah. And something that I come across so often with women is that particularly when we become mothers, we often actually lose our sense of self Mm. in those first few years because our priority becomes everyone else, doesn't it? It becomes keeping a a small child alive and providing for our family and all of those things. And I think we can forget to focus on ourselves and prioritise ourselves. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you're also sleep deprived as well. (laughs) (laughs) 100%, 100%. And I think, yeah, so by creating our own bucket list, and I guess we'll get into that soon, it's really about prioritising our own well-being and our self-care our bucket list almost becomes a self-care tool so that when our own bucket is overflowing you know we've got more to give others Mm, yeah I really love that it's so true that saying you know you can't pour from an empty cup yep and when you are especially if you've got young children you're being pulled in so many different ways you're still having to wear all of those hats managing the household trying to feed people trying to feed yourself usually running on very little or broken sleep. And I know personally for me, you know, I was very close to having postnatal depression. And it was just because I kind of went from, you know, running, well, at the time I was running a business and I was also working corporate, but it was just so like, there was just this massive jolt into motherhood and there's no rule book. There's no, no one says like, this is how it should be. Or Actually, that's a lie. People tell you how it should be done and how it worked for them, but they don't know you, they don't know your household, they don't know your child and, you know, children don't come with a rule book. So it can really throw everything up. Me personally, it took me so long to kind of 
get into that groove of being a mum and then also being like, oh my gosh, I'm running a business. I'm doing all of the things. So I love that you mentioned that. Mm, and I think, yeah, I'm in the, the same camp in that, um, you know, my youngest is 11 now. So same, they've grown up. with Yeah. <laughs> but it does take a long time, doesn't it? And I think, as you said, there's no guidebook. And you've really got to figure out a lot of it for yourself. And it's like, okay, cool, they're in school now. All right, I'm going to go back to you know, earning an income, whether that's working or building a business. And I feel like it could have been easier for me. And if I'd had probably some goals to work towards for myself, I probably mm. would have you know, got back into my groove a bit earlier. So I love working with women who have children women and then women with children who are sort of getting back into that zone of of prioritizing themselves again. Yeah, that's so important. So talk me through the vision board or the bucket list, like how does it all work? Oh, absolutely. Okay. So I think the biggest misconception around bucket lists is that they're all about travel and adventure. Yeah. Yeah, So so we've both mentioned we've got kids, right? And they're what, you know, like primary school, early high school and Children only get, what, I think it's about 14 weeks holiday every year. So even if we took our businesses on the road and and wanted to travel, realistically, we can't. The maximum we could travel would be 14 weeks a year if, you know, everything else fell into line. So what on earth are you doing the rest of the the year? There's, you know, there's another 38 weeks there. What are you doing with yourself if you're only focusing on travel? You've got this sort of like tunnel vision, oh, yeah, yeah, next holiday, next holiday. I think there's absolute advantage in having something to look forward to, but you've also got to live in the now. It's a a line that you've got to tread between living in the moment and having something to aspire to. So I've created a bucket list formula that actually has eight themes across four values. And can I talk about the shopping list thing? Oh, please. Now, people might have heard me talk about the shopping list before, but I think it's a, a really cool way of describing it. So let's say, you know, you and me both go down to Coles or Woolies, wherever we do our shop. We've each got a shopping list, right? And I can guarantee you they're going to be different. In fact, you could probably get a thousand people and have a thousand different shopping lists for Woolies or Coles. But we're all going there for the same kind of reason. We're all going to buy food. We want to feed our families. We want to nourish our bodies, you know, we want to get a bit of enjoyment because we're eating with our favorite chocolate. But our shopping lists are like they're shaped by our backgrounds, you know, like our tastes and our cultural backgrounds and, you know, where we're sitting at with budgets and things like that. So they're different, but they're also similar. And I think we're all kind of going for those same feels, nourishing, enjoyment, providing for our families. So with a bucket list, it's kind of the same. So we all want to do different things on our bucket list, but I've narrowed it down to four themes that I think are fairly universal to all of us. And those are balance, vitality, curiosity, and joy. And then within that, we have eight themes. Yeah. Do, Do those resonate for you, like balance, vitality, curiosity, and joy? Yeah. So, so give me an example of balance. So within balance, I have two themes and one is giving back and the other one is creating abundance. So they actually contrast, don't they? You sort of think, okay, giving back, like our volunteering type things could be, you know, even donating blood. A lot of people have often thought, oh yeah, I should do that and never got to it. 
But creating abundance, I also think, you know, hey, if you really want to buy that designer handbag, whether it's Vuitton or Chanel or Chloe, put it on your bloody bucket list and aim for it. You can actually have something that's a little bit indulgent and perhaps materialistic at the same time as giving back, whether it's you know, donating blood or volunteering at an event or donating goods to something like food bank. Yes. I really resonate actually with that one because I love a good bougie shoe or earrings. Like I have been known to uh, go into Gucci a little bit, but then I'm all about like one of my biggest values is community. So, you know, I do a lot of that in camera queens. Like it's always extra, like let's do this, let's go to a brunch or let's do a creative collaboration shoot or something else where I'm giving my time and my expertise for free to help others without any expectation in return. So, yeah, yeah, that really resonates with me. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I guess some, just some other examples of, of things in the balance is, you know, a lot of people want to write a book. They want to leave a legacy. Even having a podcast, you know, it's something that you are kind of leaving your knowledge behind and you're creating that abundance for others. You know, become an expert in your field, pay off your home loan or buy a house. That's a big one for a lot of people. And one I want to do is I want to dine in a Michelin-starred restaurant. Oh. That's definitely a bit bougie, isn't it? I love that. Where Have you got one in mind? I do. I would love to go to the Fat Duck Heston Blumenthal's uh, restaurant in England. Yes. And so with all of these goals and the bucket list, do you have time frames? Like is that where you are you giving yourself a certain amount of time to achieve these? This is where it can vary so much. I like to think of a bucket list as actually being like a living document. So I think bucket list, the term came quite popular after the film. I think it was at Morgan Freeman and Jack Nicholson and, and effectively they had a terminal illness and they sort of were like, okay, this is a time bound thing. We want to do these things before we kick the bucket. So that's where bucket list came from. But I like to think of it as a living document. So you can add to it. You can take things off it as you go. I think it's important to write them down and to actually sort of go, yes, all right, how do I want to do this? There's no point just making a list of things for one day. What are the actions? What's actually really important to you and what are the actions you're going to take to do those sooner rather than later? But on the other hand, like I know there's certain things I would love to go to Antarctica. Um, I'd love to go on a cruise from South America and uh, you can even go kayaking around the wow. icebergs and see the penguins like that just that's amazing but I know for me that's something that I would do when my children have grown up and left home and I'd probably go with just my husband because it's quite a an investment and I feel like that's something we you know we do just before retirement so that's okay that's okay to have things like that that you kind of go yes that's probably not going to happen for 10 or 20 years but also mix it up with things that effectively you could do next week if you wanted to. Wow. And how do you reckon this helps people? Gives you some motivation, absolutely, for, you know, some, as I say, it's like something to look forward to. Yeah, a sense of that sense of purpose as well, right? Absolutely, sense of purpose, yeah. And that positivity and that action, it just breeds more positivity and action. So once you get a bit of momentum from achieving something on your bucket list, it just keeps snowballing and I think we do more and more. But yeah, and, and this is a challenge element as well. One of the things on my bucket list is to go skydiving. Oh, 
I'm scared of heights. So there's like, no way. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> it's a no from me. Yeah. Well, it's a yes from me, but I've, <laughs> I've got to just do it, uh, book it in. And uh, so that's sort of like a challenge though. Cause although I'm like, yeah, yeah I'll do it. Um, I'm not going to be completely, yep. Hey, presto, off we go. It's going to take a little bit of psyching myself up for it. But I think achieving that challenge, how I'm going to feel on the other end of it is going to be beneficial to me. Oh, totally. I like more, I was thinking about what you were saying about having local, like non-travel, you know, goals and things on your list. And I was like, I've been to an escape room once, but that's something that I really, like it really activated my mind. It was creative. You know, you have to kind of like think outside the box and I really enjoyed it. So I was like, oh, I'm going to put that one on my list. Good. That's on mine at the moment. Yeah, there's actually a really good one. We're both in the same state and there's actually a really good one in Fremantle. I'll have to tell you about that afterwards. You will. Yeah, no, that'll be good. And that's actually a really good one for getting your family involved with as well. And I find that once people start, um, you know, the women in particular who come to my workshops, they create these bucket list vision boards. And one of my attendees, she actually used to spend her childhood on Rottnest Island just off Frio. And she's got four children and they'd never been to Rottnest. So a couple of weeks after she came to my Bucketless Vision Board, she actually took her whole family to Rottnest, um, which was a first for them. And another Bucketless tip they achieved was snorkeling because they'd never been snorkeling before. Oh, that's amazing. Gosh, snorkeling is so incredible, isn't it? It's like another world when you go down. Gorgeous. And there's so many beautiful places to do it in Australia. Oh, we're so blessed. We're so lucky. So, what is next for you with your business and yeah, creating this whole bucket list life? Like, yeah. So, we're continuing on with bucketless vision board workshops. I think that women really enjoy coming to those. They are a great chance to connect with other like minded women and just the ideas that get bounced around the room, you know, and people talk about things that they've already achieved and it inspires others. And the whole, we use magazines and we use printed imagery. So it's actually you know, quite a relaxing thing to, to sit there and, you know, flick through a magazine and think, oh, yeah, cool. I really like the idea of that. And it's very calming. So we do the Bucketless Vision Board Workshop. But another thing that we've just introduced and we have our first adventure this weekend, it's called Adventure Club. Oh, that sounds fun. One of the things that's come out is that people have some big dreams that they want to achieve and and they don't necessarily have someone to do that with. And a classic example is hot air ballooning. I've got a few people who've gone, I'd love to go hot air ballooning, uh, but I've just got no one to go with. So I'm like, what if we hired a balloon? What if we, you know, got the old minivan and we all got up at 3 a.m. and drive out to York or Northern, which is about an hour or two from where we are in Perth, and uh, let's go hot air ballooning together. So that is one for later in the year. It's not hot air ballooning season at the moment, but this Sunday we're going on a floating barbecue. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So we're hiring a little eco barbecue boat. It's like a little round rubber boat. It was about five knots and on board they have these little charcoal barbecues. So I've got a group and we're, we're going to go and have a floating barbecue. 
Oh my goodness. This sounds so amazing and so needed. And I think I was having a conversation with a friend the other day saying how with social media, it's so amazing that we can connect to all of these people, but at the same time, we're so disconnected. Like when was the last time you went out for coffee or with a friend or went out for lunch or went to an art gallery, went to a photography exhibition? And it's like we've forgotten how to be social beings to the point where we know from statistics that anxiety is through the roof, depression is through the roof. People are so overwhelmed with being bombarded with all of these pictures of the perfect life, like on Instagram and and social media. So the fact that you're facilitating these moments for people to connect in real life, to look at each other in the eyes, to hear, to, you know, hug if you want to hug and all of that sort of thing. And to have those experiences, I know that that is going to be so transformative for the people that come with you. You know, today we did an excursion with the camera queens to like a camera shop, but they also, they do lots of different things. And a lot of the students were saying, I've never come here before. And it's not that they don't want to come or it's not that they don't know about it. It's just very daunting when you haven't been somewhere for the first time and you're just not quite sure, (laughs) you know, and it's the same probably with your hot air balloon people. They know about it. They've got it on their bucket list. It's a goal of theirs. They want to do it, but they're just not sure how to take that action. And you're facilitating a safe, like, come with me, we'll do it together, like, kind of moment. And that, again, goes into my value of community and just creating a safe place for women to be seen, to be heard, to share stories. And you know, you know, when you get those women in a a room together, when they're cutting up their pictures and creating their vision board and talking about their dreams and goals, magic happens. Other stories I've talked about. So have you got a story that you want to share on that? Or is there anything you wanted to talk to about that in particular? Yeah, I'd love to. And I think community is one of my strongest values as well. And actually very interesting. And this is kind of where this particular story is going. And I think that someone said to me a while ago, As women, we got liberated from the kitchen, but we potentially lost something along the way. Oh, goosebump. And where that comes from is one of the ladies that attended uh, one of my workshops. She's a mother of boys. I think she's got three boys and a husband um, and they're teenagers. So you can imagine her her life is quite boisterous and masculine and and loud. And and she says, you know, what's on my bucket list now? She said, I just want to downsize. And I want nice, pretty things. I want beautiful teacups and flowers and, you know, maybe a little cottage with a garden. And because I just want to go back to that like feminine, having been surrounded by so much masculine energy for all these years as a mother. And uh, one of the other ladies in the room actually runs a tea company. So, you know, it was just that connection there about getting together and, and sharing like a beautiful tea, not just the old Dilmar in the bag, you know, like actually making a, a pot of tea with tea leaves and the aromas and that it's almost um, ritualistic, isn't it? Making oh, a, yes. a beautiful cup of tea and sharing that kind of moment with friends and usually food, right? Because food and drink is something that we all bond over and, and have done for generations. So 
yeah, I just think it's so important to have that human connection and those moments of joy in amongst mm-hmm. our busy lives. And the ladies that I had at that workshop, they really connected and bonded over that. And I know that they've seen each other since. So that's just beautiful. I'm so proud that I was, you know, able to bring some ladies together through my workshop. Oh, I love that so much. And you're so right about just having that intention of making a cuppa, seeing it brew, smelling it. I think it's slowing down. That's where the magic is, is just like being intentional, slowing down, not rushing. Because I don't know about you, but I've always got a million things on my to-do list or got to pick this person up or got to drop that person off or I've got to make a phone call. I've got to answer that email. And we can get really caught up in that go, 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 go. And what's next? What's next? And that real hurried, I know I'm, I'm shocking at it. And so for me, that's where like in the morning when I'm having, I don't have tea in the morning, I have coffee, but it, I make it, I make my coffee sit down, I'm usually outside, journal for five, 10 minutes. And it's just that anchoring in and that ritual. I'm kind of like, cool, I'm waking up, but I'm not checking my phone. And, you know, because then you're on, right? Once you pick up that phone, you are on. It is on. Yeah. And I I didn't know that you did that because I do something very similar. I have a chair out the front of my house that gets the morning sun and I guess sort of now it's getting light a little bit later. I can almost get that beautiful sunrise. It's getting a bit colder as well. I, I might need to put buy an Udi on my <laughs> on my bucket list. But uh, yes, I do. I enjoy the coffee as well, and and sometimes journaling if if it's light enough, or just sitting and being in some space. So yeah, absolutely. Oh. You, yeah, when we talk bucket list, it really does not have to be go 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 all the time. It doesn't have to be travel and adventure. There's just so many things about making time and say intention for what we really want to do what lights us up and fills the bucket so that we can be the best version of ourselves. Oh, I love all of this. I feel like I just need to go and have a couple of deep breaths now and just like stretch, maybe do some yoga. I'm like, oh, how can I slow myself down? Thank you so much for having a chat with me today about all of this and why we need to, you know, have goals and create bucket lists. And so, If anyone's interested in finding out more, where can they find you? They can find me on Instagram at Bucket List Life. And we talked about uh, the escape room, didn't we? And um, I've actually got a list of ideas, so free or low-cost ideas that you can add to your bucket list that I've just released. And that's in the, the old link in bio of my Instagram. So if anyone wants to get some ideas for things that they can probably implement sooner rather than later jump over to Instagram and have a look at that list because I think you'll find it quite valuable. Oh, that's so great, Claire. Thank you so much. I'll actually put the link in the show notes so people don't even have to search very far. (laughs) We'll do it for you. It's all good. All right, my love. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. We've enjoyed it. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Hey, Camera Queen. Thanks for tuning in. I hope this episode got you lit. Let's keep the fire burning, jump online and share your ideas with the Instaverse. Don't forget to tag me at Belvediglione in your posts and stories so we can continue the conversation. Until next time.